I'm Matt Penridge. I'm Andy Reid. And this is Fumbling Around. Taped in front of a live studio audience in this Feldspar Studios. Thank you so much for attending one more episode. Robert. Hello. Hey, we got a special guest with us yeah. today. Andy Reid, fellow improviser, friend of the show. He's been on before. You mm-hmm. know him. You love him. His name is... Aaron Case Mon- of the Mondries. Yes. Ooh. Hey, Aaron guys. Mondry. Thank you. I hope everyone has a case of the Mondries today. <laughs> they will after listening to this. Debilitating case Ooh. of the Mondries. Ooh. Make some room in the... P- <laughs> finish that word. Yeah, Make finish some that. Room- <laughs> Make some room in your pants, boys. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what else is going in there? Mondries coming right. in your pants. <laughs> Hey, ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. he's coming in your pants. Oh, buddy. Look, I want to start off right out the gate because it's going to lead into our next topic. Uh-huh. Let's just start off right quick with this 2017-2018 Detroit Red Wings playoff watch. Yeah. What are you saying? Let's just get right into that because that will lead us into what we really came here to talk about. All right. Coming in Aaron's pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I told oh, this would be about, but... Look, last week the Red Wings were right around 500 and yep. they were in the playoffs. Hovering. Can I get a drum roll, please? Right now they are 12, 13, and 7 with 31 points. It is no bueno. Oh, no. They're Damn. still there. They could still make the playoffs, but right now they are not in the playoffs. It's too bad. Fuck! Yeah. Andy, no, you're, he it's really all right. It's thinks, early, Andy. It's early. The Red Wings. I love them. I love hockey. I'm all about it. Yeah, it's cold. They're the smelliest athletes on the planet. Yeah, I like a good stink. <laughs> <laughs> they are in college. Oh my god! Uh, in college, the hall that I lived in in the freshman dorm building was had the closet where all the freshmen who played hockey would keep their mm-hmm. hockey gear. And it Wait, was... Wait, you had the hall where all the hockey players would keep their gear? Like, uh, not not guys on the team, just like, there's a bunch of guys who just played hockey around town, and they would keep their hockey gear in this one closet in our hallway. Oh. And if they left the door open, even a crack, you could just smell everything. There, Jesus. There is a pride that is that hockey players take in how much they can stink. Oh. Like, it, it feels like they think there's a... like. There's a relation between talent and hockey and how much yeah. you stink. That's why, like, uh, the face palm, like, just guys like in hockey games will just rub their glove yeah. on other guys' faces because they it stink. smells so bad. <laughs> it, it is super weird. It's an animalistic game. It is. Full of no teeth uh-huh. monsters. <laughs> All right, moving you on. Have, wow. You have to be a brute to play hockey. Guys. Do you know where the Red Wings currently play their home games? Joe Louis Arena. No. What? The Olympia. The Olympia. No. Yeah, that was going to be no. my guess. The Olympia no. was, that was in, that closed in 1712. It what? Yeah. No. Wow. By the okay. French. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. French Canadians. Okay. Did not know that. Guys, they play their hockey along with the Detroit Pistons playing their basketball at Joe, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Little Caesars Arena. No. That can't yes, be. What? just opened this year. Who Guys. would be dumb enough to name an arena after shitty pizza? Hey, what? instead Do of not. an icon like Joe Lewis. Yeah. Do not say it is shitty pizza. We're not having that discussion. That is just dumb. 
cardboard and cheese uh. arena. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that is that. rich. I approve of that. Guys, we were at yeah. Yeah, yeah. Little Caesars Arena the together. Three, the three buds. The three hombres. The three, uh, the three buds. Bad, yeah. Bad boys. The three bud hombres. That's got a real The bad ring boys to of it. Detroit podcast. Dude, that's an improv name. We had to <laughs> literally swat away fumbling around fans. Oh we're just God. like, we're here for fun. We are just yeah, yeah. called Watching. down. We're Everybody. not taking notes. I think you guys confused people because you brought microphones and headsets <laughs> well, to the I arena. Mean, so that's just everywhere we go yeah. together. They you gotta, you keep, gotta be ready. They did keep calling you Marv Albert. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, that is that yeah, Marv. Albert? Yeah, that's Marv Albert. Yes. You bite one prostitute's <laughs> ass. Put this in your mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but no, we went to uh, this week. There's a doubleheader. University of Michigan played U of D, and then Michigan State played Hokeland. Hokeland University, right here Brady in Hokeland, Hokeland. Michigan. <laughs> Brady Hokeland. It was all our first trips to the LCA. To the right? new yeah, that's right, that's right. It was mine. Yes. It's like a fancy airport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a pretty decent comparison. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, like generic seeming restaurants and bars. Yeah. I like that there's, there's places like that to sit down and stuff. Like the actual bars instead of all of them just being stands. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You walk in and it's got that, it's kind of got that Ford Field vibe of like you're walking in and you're still outdoors, but you're not. Right. Yeah. I like, it's like an arcade. The, the, the concourse had that like uh, frosty glass. Yeah. So it was like natural light in there. Yeah. Frosty year round. Yeah. yeah. Frosty year round. Oh. And it was tall, like the taller than you you could see <laughs> taller than me yeah if i was sitting next to the new lca it's taller it's than me. much taller it's than tall. you and i'm six one <laughs> i was pretty impressed by that yeah and he was for sure on our way down he was like matt do you think the stadium's taller than you and i was like i don't i don't, I don't know i don't know i'm not sure but it was it was pretty significantly taller like, than you. a couple yeah, of was, hundred feet taller than me it was quite amazing a bit. like it wasn't I'm surprised Andy wasn't sure. Yeah, like, we, we got within two blocks, and we had to coax Andy coming in. He was scared. Yeah, it, at that point, it did not look like it was taller than you. Yeah, he was like, when, we were a couple so blocks away. Tall. He was yeah. like, he's like, what if the arena accidentally but then, hits? It was me? weird. Like the the closer we got to it, the taller it, it became. Got even taller. Which... Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. It is like, guys, I think it's <laughs> growing. Is we, growing. Had to, we had to explain like uh, we were a couple blocks away. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no way that there's enough room to play basketball <laughs> yeah. in there. It looks so tight. I could pick it up. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah. That was a good half hour of coaching Andy. Yeah. We had to leave like we were like leaving chocolates on our way, uh, so we could pick them up. Yeah, uh, you go in tall, tall, <laughs> very tall. <laughs> they don't put that in the newspaper. No. I've no. read a lot of reviews. But they they don't again, say. I feel like they forgot you see a the most picture important of it in the newspaper. It tr- it's like <laughs> yeah, it's not as big smaller. as my hand. Uh, I yeah. can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> I could like I could crumple it up. The picture. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. But when you get there, it's big. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's big enough for I don't know, like twenty two thousand people and a basketball game to yeah. happen. It rises a good twenty feet <laughs> at least. <laughs> at least. 
We did not. We did not uh, set foot into Kid Rock's Made in Detroit Grill. We did not. No. Big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it sold gear. Yeah. I think swag. You could have bought some Kid Rock perfume, probably. What mm-hmm. would that smell like? Garbage. <laughs> oh, God. Just like hot dog water. Like well water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, um, dude, guys, can I be real for a second? Real yeah. talk? Okay. I like the new stadium. Yeah. yeah. I really Thumbs enjoyed up. it. From a purely spectator perspective, it's it's a good place to watch a game. Yeah, yeah. they have cool banners around the concourse of Detroit legends like Steve Eiserman and Chris Rock, (laughs) Garth Jagger, Garth Brooks. (laughs) That was cool. I like that huge mural of Gordy Howe. That was pretty neat looking. Uh Gordy Howe is like such a dope icon. Yeah, like he's. I don't know. Yeah, I have a good Gordy House story. Oh, so do you guys I'm remember listening. Carl's Steakhouse? Ruth Curtis? No, Carl's. No, it was it's it was a local steakhouse. It used to be across the street from where Motor City Casino is currently. Okay. Um, and me and my dad would go there before every Red Wings game. Okay. And uh, one time, Gordy Howe walked into the restaurant. And before every, a game, before game, and everybody, he had been retired for a long oh, time okay, at okay. this point, Andy. And um, <laughs> I don't know and, how old you are. <laughs> I don't know. He played a game for the Vipers in the nineties, but anyways, continue. Uh, but he walked in. <laughs> does the does the the lip roll apply to any Pretty scenario? Much any, okay, all right. you want it to mean? I was like, mean. is it dirty? Is it? Yeah, okay. it's kind of like um, Eskimos have twenty words for snow. That's the, <laughs> we have one word for many things. Um, yeah, so he walked into Carl's Steakhouse, and every single person in the restaurant gave him a standing ovation. Oh my god, that is awesome! Yeah, it's cool. It was so cool. I feel like if that happened now, a it'd be weird because he'd be a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> but B, I honestly think like right now, if if he was still alive and that happened, if I was in that restaurant and there was a standing ovation, like if everybody stood and clapped, I might cry a little. Like I just yeah. feel like, yeah, yeah. like it would affect me in that way. I really think so. Is there a Detroit athlete that that would happen for now? Right now, like if you if you if Matt Stafford walked into a restaurant that you were at, do you think everybody would stand no. and clap? It has to be like a retired legend. Yeah, Barry and, Sanders. And yeah, Barry Sanders. Maybe. And Gordy Howe is somebody who you can argue is the best hockey player of all time. Um, Wayne Gretzky has something. Wayne Gretzky. You could argue say it was Gordy Howe. Sid Crosby has something to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like bringing up Sid Crosby because it always everybody pisses Matt off. <laughs> I just don't understand why everybody hates him so much. Like, what? Why? Because he can't grow a good beard. I guess. Uh, I know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Rick think... Barry. Yeah, it would be him. Brent Barry, Darko. he played for the Pistons. <laughs> that ogre Darko. Do you know that Rick Barry, who is the patron of that family, Rick Barry, and then he has two sons. Chuck. No, but he Rick Barry also has a son who's playing college basketball right now. What? Oh, really? Yeah. I don't trust yeah. people with two first names as a name. <laughs> uh, anyways, no, uh, I, this is not putting us down. We had... Literally the worst seats you could have, I think, there. Pretty much. Yep. And because uh, we were in the very last row behind us was the wall. Yeah. And we were in a corner. And yet the And view... we had 10 children sitting next to yes, us. Yeah. That was true. That's not unchaperoned. It seemed like <laughs> fart. That's not the arena's fart. <laughs> but, uh, but what I mean is we had physically the farthest you could away, mm-hmm. be away from the court. And still the view of the action because it's so steep was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So act- much better than the palace. So- 
view like the actual court it was great viewing angles yeah we from where we could because the press box is like suspended from the rafters we couldn't see the jumbotron yeah that was a but weird we effect could, but we could see uh the court really well from our seats I, f- I was trying to like peek down i feel like the last three rows probably had that barrier and then you were fine yeah but yeah mm-hmm. you also because of the press box you couldn't see across the arena like yeah. you couldn't see the crowd on or the, the other banners yeah. which was very that was strange yeah, yeah and just note if you want to see the kiss cam then don't sit in yeah. one of the yeah the or if rows. you want to be um, on the kiss cam yeah yeah i was dancing at some points pretty hard and i felt like i should be really on the was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah oh. though the nipple touching i yeah. don't I, they're uh, probably not going to put you on if you do that mandri you had left by the time this happened but uh the lady who's sitting in front of us those kids like the oakland dance team came out and they were dancing and it turns out well i won't say too much because if somebody's listening they'll, they'll figure out who she was but no she turned around the kids started booing the oakland dance because they were all state wow. fans and this lady just turns around and goes okay that's enough knock it off that's enough and then she turned back around and like 10 minutes later she explained like I just was, my niece is on the Oakland dance team and, uh, you know, you, you can boo all you want, but you, there's no reason to boo the, the dance, team. dance team. She turned back around and I just saw these kids just like miming a bunch of stuff like behind her. <laughs> I was like, lady, you're not yeah, going to win this Why one. do 10 year olds know what the jerk off miming motion means? <laughs> <laughs> also, when we came back to our seats for the second game, those kids were in our seats. And as we wa- were walking down the aisle, the la- People who are sitting in a row, like, yeah, those kids are in your seat. Good luck. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, I'm just gonna tell them to move. Yeah, they're ten years old. I can physically. I literally them. just walked up to him. I was like, hey, kids, those are our seats, and they moved. Yeah. I was like, I don't think we're. And where those any other problems. people are like, whoa, yeah, why did you do that. <laughs> the child whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, great views. I thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good experience. They, get... they did a good job with this one. Mm-hmm. I guess my I one so. criticism would be that the the seats in front felt a little uh, close. Yeah, like yeah. there wasn't a lot of knee space. No, yeah. I would have need somebody um, in the head if there or some people in front yeah. of us. Yeah. It seems like also I don't if you went to a concert in there, I would not want to be oh, no. where we were sitting. I would want to uh cuz I think with the lights and everything, you would want to be where you could where you were past the press box area. Yeah. I was also thinking that uh, I was when you said concert cuz they dim the lights down for concert. I went to one at the Joe and that that the Joe's pretty steep was pretty steep and like with the lights dim it's awkward to walk up those steep stairs because you mm. can't really see. And yeah. I was thinking also because of how close you are to the people in front of you. I was thinking like the amount of beer that's going to be dropped when people are trying to mm-hmm. slide their way through is probably going to go up. Like, yeah. I was right. just picturing that. Like, yeah. I do kind of wait. Like we were talking about it there a little bit. Um, Atlanta just opened up their new football stadium and they purposefully made all the concessions reasonably priced. That was part of it, like two dollar sodas, and they have uh, refill stations all oh. around the stadium. Two dollar hot dogs, like five dollar beers. It is not that way at LCA. No. Uh, it ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. Thirteen dollar barbecue sandwich. Yeah, or an eleven dollar brewski. Well, they got to repay that loan they took out from the city of Detroit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they did pay one dollar for the yeah. land that it sits on. Yeah. Overall, uh, though. Nice place. Yeah, yeah. good place. Yeah, good yeah. games. Good games. We it was. Uh, I didn't use the bathroom, but do you guys have a bathroom review? You both used it. It was clean multiple fun. times. Clean. A lot. I used it a lot. Yeah, I'm a peer. Um, <laughs> it was clean. There weren't. It uh, there was a bit of a line. This 
during half, not halftime, but between yeah. the two games or halftime mm. of the state game, there was a bit of a line, yeah. but it moved quickly. It was fine. Okay. Yeah. So they do let whoever wants to use the bathrooms. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. They do. There's. Yeah. You, you can, can use, use it. it. You can use it. You could have used it, Laundry. I yeah. didn't have. realize that. I was like, how much are they paying for all these trips to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Zero dollars. Jesus. Okay. A ticket. Yeah. Good Into experience. Yeah. yeah. Michigan, I wanted to hate it, but Michigan destroyed UDM. It was yeah. Yeah. UDM's bad. UDM is They're bad. Really bad. Uh, and this was hot off the heels of Bakari Alexander telling was one of his players to suck his dick. <laughs> He's the coach. <laughs> He's the coach of UDM, and he got in trouble earlier this week because one of his players complained that uh, I don't know what they didn't. The freep didn't really say what context it was in. It just they interviewed the kid's dad, and he was like. Bakari told my son, suck my dick. <laughs> there you <laughs> and go. And grabbed the... <laughs> um, and then State... state The State versus Oakland game is very close, and then State pulled away at the end. Yeah. Just Oakland ran out of Shouldn't steam. close, but... Yeah. They, like, in the second half, they were hitting those ridiculous three-point... Three-pointers. It was like, they shouldn't be in this, Three-point three-pointers? Three, yeah. three... Yeah. The ones that are worth three. They points. had they hit a, they had a couple four point plays. There was like, how are these happening? Yeah, uh, and uh, then yeah, with like four minutes left, they ran out of gas and state pulled away. Yeah, <laughs> boing. Um. Yeah. Uh. Hey, do you want to open up the mailbag? Not the gossip bag, but the mailbag. Ooh, okay. Because we got one. We got one to read. Oh, my hmm. goodness. Is Andy, there a noise for this segment? I, I was just going to say, Andy, can you uh, you want to uh, hit that uh, mailbag button? This week, we got an email from one friend of the show, Graham Leslie. Graham, how's it going? Hi, Graham. He's got two first names, Andy. Any thoughts on that? He's He's fine. Leslie is a pretty innocuous first name. All right. Leslie Nielsen. Uh, The subject of his email is new axe throwing venue in Ferndale. (gasps) Question one, is axe throwing a legitimate sport? Question two, will this be the next foaling or feather bowling in Metro Detroit? Or will the novelty wear off quickly? Let's start with question one. Is axe throwing a legitimate sport? Easy answer. No. Mm. It ain't. Remember, but remember when ESPN two was cool and they didn't have enough programming, so they showed all these like ridiculous competitions yes. and they had the lumberjack co- competitions. Yeah, those were really fun. One of them, also lumberjack competitions and mini golf. Mini golf, mm. yeah. Where there like was mini you, golf was a thing. Yeah, yes. really. On ESPN it was two, all putt putt. None of that fucking uh, waterfall yeah. kind of shit. Min- all like, putt putt. They they had like putt-putt. legit prizes like. Uh, Every hole in one you got, you got like ten grand, and the winner of the whole thing got like a million dollars. It's like high stakes. It was great. Putt putt. I'll tell you what, it was ten thousand times better than watching freaking poker. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why that's the one that yeah. made it through. Throw mm-hmm. anything on ping I pong. Legitimately watched a mm-hmm. rock paper scissors competition on ESPN two when Yikes, I was a kid. Dude. Yeah, and they, they like did they had that. they had like this like sumo. A pad thing, you know, like the circle, uh-huh. and the guys would like uh, pace around and, and circle around each other to like hype up, and the ref would be like, <laughs> and they would like sprint at each other and go like, rock paper scissors shoot. <laughs> it was Jesus. so it was. Awesome. Was there announcing for it? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and uh, if you can find old episodes of Cheap Seats, they go through a lot of these competitions. Oh, Sklar Brothers. Cheap, yeah, Cheap Seats. 
Uh, it was like mystery science theater for weird sports. Uh, so, Matt, if axe throwing is not a legitimate sport, what do you think of the javelin? That's not a sport. That's a competition. What do you think of darts? Not a sport. Hmm. What's the difference between sports and a competition? Ugh, I don't know. Bowling. Okay. Not a sport. Not wow. A sport. Okay. 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 Interesting. And I'm a bowler. <laughs> I was on the bowling team. <laughs> yeah. In high school. Won the Catholic League championship. They, um, that was a class at my high school. You could take bowling class. You needed, uh, like a phys ed requirement yeah. and like all the kids that didn't want to do regular gym did bowling i never took it but people found a way to game the system because they would record your score on the first day and then track your progress through the semester mm-hmm. and like based on how many pins better your average was was your grade so all these kids were like oh yeah we'll just take the first yeah. one sandbag yeah, it yeah. <laughs> start you got, off with a 20 you got average. 11 yeah <laughs> you got 11 and you ended at 89 a yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i don't if know any current what my high school if any current monoshores students are listening uh you shout should shout out at the you show. should do it Email for real us. you should you should honor the trustworthy and you, you, and he's you winking the whole you time he's cheat saying the this. System. You should bowl for real and let your results speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. And now you know. Yeah. Um, oh, well, we're also, while we, ha- while we have the mailbag open, let's remind the audience that our email address is fumbling around, around mailbag at, at gmail.com. A very easy one to remember. Uh, There's no G in fumbling. Was fumbling around taken? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I also. Uh, but if you want to uh, email that address, fumbling around at gmail.com, and let them know that Matt and Andy need this email address, you can do that they too. They already would have gotten an email from Gmail that said, somebody's trying to reset yes. your password. Because so, I thought, maybe I did this. Uh, but so I didn't. Go ahead, Graham or Alex or whoever's listening, just email fumbling around at gmail.com and just in caps say, Andy and Matt need this email address. Give it up. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, uh, question number two was, will this be the next foaling or feather bowling no, in Detroit? I don't I think so. I have a prediction for what will be. Foot pool. No. Yes. I cannot wait. It's open. It's in the foaling warehouse, but it's by appointment only. That's how popular it is right now. You have to schedule an appointment in advance. But um, it's a, like upstairs at the foaling warehouse. They have huge pool tables that you stand on and you kick the balls like soccer instead of regular pool. I want to play so bad. I think that's the next polling. Meh. Meh. I also give it a meh. Fuck meh. you guys. Uh, we were talking before the show. I think feather bowling is better than foaling anyways. I've only played feather bowling once. Feather bowling's great. Yeah. yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know feather bowling, I mean, Google it. It's probably the best way. The one time <laughs> that... Yeah, that's all I pointed, need to say. Yeah. I got a perfect shot where my thing like fell over on the feather and i felt really proud of myself nice yeah wow yeah that's awesome yeah i salute that um yeah so hey graham thanks for emailing us yeah you gave us some good thoughts yeah we gave you let's some go good play thoughts. football together well we'll see i don't want to throw axes because i like my body parts we should Someone is going kid. to get seriously hurt. Yeah. Oh, for doing sure. That. Yeah. That's not a good idea uh-uh. whatsoever. Uh-uh. Should, nobody serve, should do this. They serve booze there too, right? 
Yeah. That's my understanding. It's a uh, formerly known as Local Kitchen. It's right on uh, Ferndale, the corner of Nine Mile and something it's gonna on the make west the, side of Woodward. It's going to make the diff shows harder, too, if there's just axes flying around too that dangerous. room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks. Hey, do you want to close up the mailbag? What else we got? Gossip bag? We got the gossip bag. You want to open that bad boy up? Open up the gossip bag, gossip bag, gossip bag. Open up the gossip bag. It's so much fun to do. Okay. I've got some gossip. Uh-oh. You guys didn't want to re-record that one because you both said different things. Uh, well, I get it. Closest we've ever got. I get okay. it right every time, and Matt doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> All right, I found this story um, from an Australian website, dated February first, two thousand twelve. Two thousand. It's fun. Two thousand twelve. Manchester City's Premier League clash with Everton at Goodson Park was disrupted on Tuesday after a spectator handcuffed himself. To the goalposts. Oh, my God. <laughs> According to a report in The Guardian, the man was protesting against airline Ryanair for not giving his daughter a job. Oh. Wait, it was <laughs> nothing to do with the game. Just, <laughs> no. And no, like, noble cause uh, or something like yikes. that. Uh, play was interrupted for several minutes shortly before halftime after the male fan cuffed himself to city keeper Joe Hart's goalposts. Did it work? Uh... <laughs> Uh, Hart and Everton said Captain Neville tried to convince the man to leave the field. However, Merseyside police eventually freed him with bolt cutters. <laughs> police said a 46-year-old man from nearby Southport was arrested for pitch encroachment and was being questioned. Pitch encroachment. Pitch encroachment. That's a real penalty. Pitch you got a red card. Um, I would love to see something like that in real life. Uh, it, that would be... I, I can't find any information. You hear that? fumbling around listeners yes. you want a shout out on this program you know what you need to do so i could Insta- see andy chaining himself to a basketball hoop at lca <laughs> <laughs> i want graham or alex or one of our other super fans to handcuff themselves to some sort of sporting device protesting the lack of viewership or listenership for yeah. fumbling around Send the picks in or just you know uh, handcuff yourself to anything and send us a picture. <laughs> I I wish I uh, like an iron handcuff responsibly. I wish I could yeah, find for sure. Clothed um, as well. Anything relating to if his daughter ended up getting a job with <laughs> Ryan hey, or not? If it's one thing we do on this podcast, we do our research. <laughs> we have yeah. the answers at our fingertips. Yeah, but I can't. Laundry vamp 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 vamp. vamp. Um, but I do. I love. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> uh, any sort of um, interaction like that that is out of the norm of sports when shit like that happens. And yeah, the, uh, there was a streaker at one Michigan game that I went to. Um, I was young. I was probably like eight, uh, and it was fascinating. Why would anybody ever do that? Fascinating. Yeah, it is. It is like, fascinating, what, actually. It is. Yeah. Because there's this line in sports. There's an invisible wall between this like gladiator violence happening down there and everybody here, and this this tacit understanding that the two shall never intertwine. But when they it happens, it's ugly. It's mm-hmm. ugly. Like the melee at the palace. Like the melee at the palace. Or that crazy. Oh my god. Yeah. Colombian. Uh, 
ref a couple years ago that got drawn and quartered. Hey. You never heard about that? that? They like the fans rioted. What is up with Colombia? Because you were talking. Oh, that was the two Escobar. The I think yeah. it was Colombia. It could have been a different South. It was definitely in South America, but they like rioted at the, a game. Uh, there was like a controversial call, and a bunch of people like overtook one of the refs and ripped him apart. They Yikes. drew and quartered him. Uh, there was a baseball game in the two thousands uh, where the third baseman coach, like two drunk rednecks, ran onto the field and punched the third baseman coach. <laughs> Was like an older guy, like he's like maybe sixty. Um, oh my god! I got. Hey, should we close up uh, the gossip bag? Well, yeah. What? Huh? You I got just more? wanted to. Th- I, I was fascinated by a guy who would dress up as refs and successfully got on a bunch of football. This happened. Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, At man. what level? I think the NFL. That's oh amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Look him up. He, honestly, right if now, you, we have information at our fingertips. That is the one <laughs> Andy thing. Andy Vamp. That's one of the no, things Vamp, Vamp, I've learned about. Uh, uh, Google it. Huh? For, like, covering Get, covering sporting out, events. Andy, Andy, Andy what are you trying to say? Andy, Covering sporting us. events. Okay. If you, yeah. walk, if you are dressed appropriately and you walk with purpose, you can just walk anywhere. Oh. Honestly. Uh, when I was in school, the... Uh, Maze Rage, the people that ran the student section at Michigan Games, uh, found some uh, vests that looked like the Big Ten official vests, and they printed out um, cards, like a card stunt when fans hold up things and they say something over the whole thing. So they found these vests. They just walked into the Breslin Center uh, in East Lansing and set the cards in the student section. To, I can't fucking remember what what they had it say, but it said uh, it, it said something disparaging against Michigan State. The entire student section lifted it up, Yikes. and it was awesome. <laughs> uh, and it was just because they're like, oh, we they look like they belong here. They walked with purpose, right. and they, people mm-hmm. just let them go right in. Dude, it's a good lesson for life. Yeah, just walk wherever you want. Who was that guy that walk with purpose? Who was that guy that like, just walked into the o- Obama's bedroom? In the White House. He had like a suit on and nobody questioned him. Uh, are you looking that up? Or are yeah. you? I don't know what part he's Matt Vamp. Um, I mean, I had another thing I was going to talk about. It's going to take us off subject. Can I do that? Am I allowed to do that? Yeah. Do it. As the guest, I say yeah. Okay, it. good. Uh, I was watching the Pistons game the other day. Speaking of which, Pistons went on a bit of a losing streak. Seven. They're on a two-game losing streak, and they're currently playing right now, the Orlando Magic. Uh, today is December 17th. Oh, P.S. Happy birthday to my cousin Tony. Listener of the show today. Hey, happy birthday. birthday, Tony. Tony happy thanks birthday, for listening, Tony. dude. Cousin Tony. A cousin Tony. A cousin oh, is he Tony. Italian? I'm the younger no. Pope. <laughs> Classic. Actually... Tony, are you? I feel like his dad might have had some Italian in him, or all full Italian. I don't know. He had an Italian man in him? Nah, he wasn't Italian. Is he Italian? Nah, I don't think so. Tony. 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 Maybe he was. Maybe he was full on Italian. I don't remember. Is he dead? Who? Your cousin cousin Tony? Tony. No, he's okay. a listener. He's listening right now. Jesus Christ, Mandri. Anyways. I cannot find the picture of the, the maze. Let's close up the mailbag. Damn it. All right. Closing up the gossip bag, gossip bag, gossip bag. Closing up the gossip bag. It's so much fun to do. Sounds like you're not getting better at that. Ah, whatever. Farther away. I was watching the Pistons. I wrote down this note though because I was watching the Pistons. 
and they were on the road. I forget who they were playing, but George Gervin was there, who's from Detroit. I think it was San Antonio. That They were playing San Antonio. That's where George Gervin ended up playing and lives now, but he's originally from Detroit. George Gervin, for anybody who doesn't know, is an old-timey uh, NBA player. Old-timey. Yeah, I think he played in the ABA for <laughs> a while. Google it, Google uh, it. But So they're interviewing him, and he says at one point, I might not know a lot about X's, but I know a lot of O's. And then... And then the other announcers, blah, and Greg Kelser just start. They all just start kind of laughing. I was like, I literally don't know what that means. Is it sexual? Maybe an, X, an X is a butthole and an O is a vagina. Yeah. Could be. Aye. Yeah. Or uh, X is a kiss and a O is a hug. Could be. He's That's never, he, he's he's never kissed he's someone. <laughs> he's got a lot of hugs. Oh, man. But uh, George Gervin, has, that has the cadence of like a dirty thing. But exactly. I don't know. What, I don't. Uh, you know, I might not know a lot about exes. But I've I know. I think I even googled it. I was like, is this an expression I don't Orgasms. know? It wasn't. The other thing Orgasms. is George Gervin. <laughs> oh, he knows all about the O. Orgasm. It would be more funny if he was like, I don't know anything about O's, but I got a lot of X's. Bing. <laughs> Still, yeah, what's the what's the O's in that? I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. Get it. Who fucking he did, cares? He didn't <laughs> invent the finger roll, but he made the finger roll really popular. I don't know a lot Is that about a sexual rolls, term also? I oh, yeah. It know is. my way around a finger. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I might not know about rolls, but I can show you what to do with a finger. You give me some butter, I'll put some X's on those holes, baby. Baby. Were you like, like that? Oh, why'd you just mime finger banging someone? How tall is that person? <laughs> like the shot, a finger roll. Oh, right. a finger roll. That's what that is. Yeah, you go. <laughs> what do you Spider-Man? lube up your hand yeah. before yeah. you play basketball? Oh, oh a right. finger Thanks. roll. Hey, um, man, we are just rolling. Who's right the first on. ever person that did an alley oop? Uh, Al loop. Al. <laughs> L E loop. L E loop. Alfred Entertainment e. Loop. <laughs> That's Chuck E. Cheese's middle name. Yeah. With his name is Charles Entertainment yeah. Cheese. <laughs> Uh, the first the LUP. What were you doing, L-U-P. Mrs. Cheese? That's a terrible. <laughs> oh boy, we are off the rails on this one. You guys want to hear my Ethel Merman impression? Yeah. Let's get back on the rails. I need a song. I need a song to sing. Back that ass up. You fine motherfucker. Back that ass up. You fine motherfucker. Back that ass up. That's my Ethel moment. Oh, that was really good. That was really good. What is the song that she sings? Be my best, be my guest. I have no idea what you're talking. Sound like about. Tony Clifton, kind of. Ethel Merman, you don't know Tony Clifton. Broadway, I'm on Broadway. I'm, I'm, I'm singing I'm and I'm dancing on Broadway. Broadway. Google Ethel Broadway. Merman. I know my way around a broad. That's my <laughs> Tony Clifton. <laughs> I remember when broad was two words. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we watched a movie earlier. Yeah, Not we did. a whole movie. Part of a movie. We watched right. the second 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, so uh, huh? we last episode we started Garbage Picking, Field of Goal Kicking. Wait, we say it together, Andy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Garbage Gar- Wait, wait. Mondra, you get in on this action, too. Oh, really? Okay. Last week we watched, we started our new movie, Garbage, Garbage Picking, Field, field goal, goal Kicking, Philadelphia, Philadelphia Phenomenon. Phenomenon. And... 
um, like the day after we filmed by Yahoo Sports app, uh-huh. sends me a story. Uh-huh. Vending machine worker dresses for blues as emergency goalie. Oh, this fucking movie Whoa. came true last week. Yeah, a vending machine worker in St. Louis dressed up as the Blues emergency goalie Thursday night. Season ticket holder Tyler Stewart participated in pregame warmups and watched from the dressing room in the first period of the Blues game against the Dallas Stars. That is insane. Uh, isn't that crazy? This he, is. They had a couple of goalies get hurt. The backup got hurt. And they, I don't know how they fucking found him, but uh, he was like part of the game. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Uh, This is not that uncommon. It is more uncommon now, but they used to really only have one goalie on deck. So if somebody did get hurt, like they picked somebody who's like usually like, like, uh, like equipment managers, somebody who's just around who can suit up and play goalie. Like, yeah, because they, they wouldn't have a backup goalie on the bench Um, way back in the day. Original at six Texas days. A&M, their like big tradition is the twelfth man. Mm. Oh yeah, and that started when they had to literally like pick a student out of the stands because they had an injury or whatever, and a guy a guy just suited up and played for him for the second half of a game. That is or awesome. And now that they have like, you know, whatever. you saying the twelfth man reminded me of another note I had that the penalty, uh, the sixth man starring Marlon Wayans. Yes, no, <laughs> where he's uh, a ghost pl- basketball player. A couple of weeks ago, <laughs> we should watch that movie. <laughs> All right, we can. But a couple of weeks ago, the Lions got a penalty for nine men on the field. That shouldn't what? be. A oh penalty. no, it's not a penalty. I'm sorry. They just they just they had ran a play on, yes, the on defense. It was. On I the think that happened down. to the yeah. Wolverines once. No, nine you know what happened. In Richrod, on several occasions when Richrod was coach, he got a penalty for having two players with the same number on the field. Mm. That is so fucking stupid. How you not, not understand that you put like two number fives on the punt return team? Right. Ugh. How's, is that I've a never, common thing that you would even have? No, I've players never with the same number. Well, yeah, yeah, because there's uh, there's like 115 people on a football team. There's, There's an only, infinite amount of numbers. But you can't have, like, number 138. Why? <laughs> Good point, I guess. <laughs> um, but like, it's it's common to have, like, offensive and defensive players have numbers, but you they can't play be on right. the same field together. So he put, like, two number fives on the punt return team. Uh, I've never seen it in another game, and he did it two or maybe three times. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but if anybody knows or doesn't know, we do a segment where we watch a movie 15 minutes at a time. And in this case, it's more like 18 minutes because it's divided in chunks. We're watching the aforementioned garbage-picking field goal-kicking Philadelphia phenomenon starring Tony yes. Danza and some other uh, people. Again, thank you to YouTube user Tony Danza for the win for posting <laughs> this. Yes. <laughs> Whole movie in its entirety. We'll remind our listening audience that we are watching this on YouTube, and so can you. And uh, it's a guy who set up a video camera. Well, presumably Tony Danza. It might be Tony Danza. (laughs) Who else would? (laughs) Sorry for the quality. Yeah. Uh, And he's just filming his TV. I looked. And then putting it on the internet. uh, It appears as if he set up the account Tony Danza FTW specifically for... The purpose of putting this movie on YouTube because there he has not uploaded a single Nothing other thing. Uh, we left off last last movie. Uh, Tony Danza is a garbage. He's a garbage man in yeah. Philadelphia. He's going around, and we discover that he can kick really hard. Yeah, and then <laughs> he can kick. Uh, oh boy, do we yeah. do we play around with how hard he can kick in this next yes. segment that we just the, watched? Yes, <laughs> the owner and like the PR manager, uh, the woman who you see, uh, Andre, in this one. 
They go to a garbage. They go to the garbage dump because they're scouting out a new location for the stadium, and then they happen to see him kicking things really hard, and so they give him a tryout, and that's where we pick up in this episode. He's on the phone with his wife. She doesn't believe he's got a tryout, but she's he like, does. "Bullshit! Yeah, you're get not back worth to your anything. Slimy job of picking up people's trash. Take a shower. No, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's where we pick up. Um, the coach, uh, Roger Heimer. Roganheimer. Roganheimer. He's super skeptical. He Coach not Roganheimer. Like well, he's more than skeptical. He's a yeah. huge dick. Oh, like yeah. A yeah. needless dick. Yeah. Uh, Coach Roganheimer. So they sign him up. He's Tony Danza's kid who hates him earlier in the show mm-hmm. and now loves him because now he's got purpose to his life. Because yeah. there's, I don't, I guess. The moral of this movie is there's nothing worse in the world than, than being a, a garbage filthy man. Filthy garbage <laughs> man. <laughs> Making a decent living, yeah. providing for your family is you, just You're in a union. Gross. You know, they make pretty good money, these yeah. garbage men. Yeah. And there's no way your child could love you. No. Uh-uh. No, for sure no. He took him to um career day at school and he made a fool out of himself yeah Ugh. oh yeah you missed that yeah. he literally brought a dead rat a Tony dead Danza rat brought a dead rat a paper that Fred bag. Stoller gave him okay that's pretty dumb yeah, a it's really weird large dead rat but this up uh, this next 20 minutes so this, this movie really hit its stride yeah. here so then they cut we see I'm them legitimately enjoying myself yeah. watching this movie <laughs> we see the owner Tony Danza the coach and that PR agent yeah. uh, PR rep whatever she is she, uh, she's something in PR she's marketing in some way yeah. anyways they're all in the office and like the coach is super skeptical well they're on the field what they're on the field because they watch him they kick watch field him kick goals him, kick. oh yeah we missed or uh, yeah i skipped over that part they watch him kick a couple of field goals and uh, well it's funny because he makes two field goals and the owner's really excited and the coach Apparently, goes but can he kick with accuracy and consistency accuracy <laughs> under <and> pressure consistency <laughs> under pressure apparently the the pr person does not have a name in this movie because she's credited as eagles recruiter and she's like one of the main characters <laughs> no one Jeez. ever says her name <laughs> Which also, she's not an Eagles recruiter. That's not what she is. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, so he, he kicks a couple field goals for the coach. Uh, he wants accuracy and consistency under pressure. Yeah. So the owner goes, uh, all right, um, let's see some accuracy and consistency. Yes. <laughs> and he kicks another one. He kicks another couple, banging them through the uprights. Yeah. Nobody yeah. around, but he's doing it. So yeah. now they got to get him in phys- like. Uh, it- uh, every NFL player uh, pending a trade or whatever has to take a team physical. Yes. And oh, yeah. So the first shot is of a massive syringe. Like, just <laughs> for no huge. reason. It looks like a tired pump. Yeah. <laughs> it looks something like it's something you would embalm a dog with. Yeah. Uh, and also, all the aforementioned people are there in the doctor's yeah, office watching, watching this, this happen. happen. Yeah. Also, I think the makers of this movie know how stupid their premise is because it is, it's a comedy, isn't yeah. it? I mean, it's like kind it of is. Slapsticky and super dumb, funny. and I'm, it's super um, funny. I think so far. Yeah, I feel like yeah. What's weird is like it, yeah. It, uh, yeah. So but, yeah, the syringe. He's on the treadmill, and the coach just keeps cranking up the speed up to like yeah. ten miles an hour, which is very fast. That's pretty fast. <laughs> I think. I don't know if I can run. I don't know. I don't know how fast I can run. Ten but miles. again, another slapsticky moment. <laughs> he goes flying yeah. off the treadmill, like shot like, from yes. a cannon. Phew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, if you get up to 20 miles per hour on your bike, you're going pretty fast. Yeah. So running 10 miles an hour is crazy, (laughs) crazy fast. I know that you could get up pretty fast on your bike. Uh, Uh, So he flings off the treadmill. He's fine. 
Then uh, the doctor gives him the old reflu- uh, reflex test. Uh, taps his taps his left knee. Gives a little beep. Yeah. Taps his right knee and he kicks the doctor in the head. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the little the hammer thing that he kicks his knee with shoots up and embeds itself in the ceiling. Yes, like a tomahawk. Oh my God. What? Or like a hatchet. Yeah. Yeah. So now we are really, really seeing how axe, powerful that fucking leg is. It's crazy powerful. But the, so the, crazy the, then they cut to the scene where they're in the office. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because then, yeah, the coach still doesn't want him, and he yeah, she he's asked being him, a "How'd sour you puss. like? How'd you get to develop this leg strength?" And he he stands up and he's like giving the demonstration. He's like, <laughs> uh, "Well, the hydraulic lever on my garbage truck doesn't work, so I just kick it like this." He kick. kicks. He kicks the chair. The, the, the couch. Is, it's the a, like a leather couch. <laughs> the coach is sitting in. <laughs> And the coach once again goes flying like a rag doll. Yes, his couch just gets airborne. He's like ten feet in the air. Like I, oh my god, he just he is destroyed. And he was like, he's that must be as tall as Little Caesars Arena. (laughs) He he went up as high as Little Caesars Arena. Oh man, would they, uh, Mondrio? What you missed too when they showed him kicking those water jugs is he kicked it a good three hundred yards. So (laughs) he kicked it over the horizon. Water jugs are very aerodynamic. (laughs) (laughs) He kicked it. The sun was setting. You saw it hit the sun and like extinguish. We we see that he can kick things really far. But then all of these field goals in this little montage are like 30. Yeah, they're from like the 15 yard line. Yeah. <laughs> they're chip shots. <laughs> also, yeah. he kicks He kicks like they did in the 1960s, like straight, straight on. Yes. Yeah, toe kick. Um, yeah. Uh, so then, yeah. So then. It's just a game. They it's go into like game. a training. They're like, coaches like, puts him. The owner's like, he's just a kicker. How much. How, how much does he have to go through in practice? And then they cut to a training montage to the Notre Dame fight song, which has no Wait, place. real quick. Can I just say yeah. something that you skipped over? Um, when the coach introduces him to the rest oh, of the yeah. team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a scene. Yeah. He's just like, all right, guys. So here's your new kicker. And he's a fucking garbage man. So, <laughs> yeah. so you don't need to respect him at all. He picks up trash for a living. Yeah. And I do not want this. And this was forced upon me. And you should be pissed off about this too. Yes. And the entire team is getting madder and madder. And they're like acid washed 90s jeans and leather jackets. <laughs> now get dressed. Yeah. There's also there's what four people on this football team <laughs> <laughs> one one man is the size of four people yeah, this is true <laughs> the, they they are working this kicker to the bone in practice uh, and then this fat guy, he has to be at least 400 pounds. Yeah. He is enormous. Yeah, they're running Tony Danza through the and gauntlet. He, he yeah. this like presumably star of the team cuz he is acting like it is like sitting there eating candy yes. bars, not doing While a Tony Dance doing a blocking thing. drill. Yeah. yeah, doing all these. Yeah, so I looked it up. The man who played Bubba, he died at thirty-two. Oh man, yeah. R.I.P. But he also played football <laughs> and basketball <laughs> in Oklahoma <laughs> State. Basketball. He that man. That man played basketball yeah, at Oklahoma State. Then. Yeah, and he died during a gallbladder surgery. I, you know, okay. You know. Damn. Moving on. <laughs> 
We got to keep we got to keep yeah. this running guys. We got to leave pretty soon actually. So he oh, is that's a true. true story. He is uh uh getting his it's ass time, kicked right? in football. Uh in the practice. He's getting his ass handed to him. Yeah. Over and over again the the uh for some reason the coach is making this kicker do uh hitting drills yep. and calisthenics and uh uh tackling sled drills for no like i don't understand why blocking sled drills yeah makes no sense he's uh they get him over to kick a like a practice field goal (laughs) yeah and he tells the linebackers he's like give him the old lookout block yeah which is they snap the ball the play the The offensive lineman go look out and let the entire defensive line come in and he's wearing a baggy ass jersey a single bar helmet with just one face mask bar and on his kicking foot his garbage yeah his garbage, garbage boot. boots his work boots, his work boots. <laughs> but a cleat on the other one yeah obviously obviously um yeah so then the, so after then this his practice, kids love his kid and wife love him yeah, yeah. after this practice um, he is thinking this might not go so well and he is sitting in bed with his wife, who's the big spoon for some yeah. reason. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Maybe and she's, she's the big like, spoon. I like to be yeah. coddled. She's like, cuddled, snuggled, I think, both. Yeah. I think she's in this for the money because he's like having second thoughts and she's like, think of those zeros. Look at that fucking check you made, man. Keep Could going. Be. Really? I don't think she seems so. so nice and innocent. I think she's in it for the money. Okay. I feel like, so yeah, so then. He gets back to practice the next day. He's called into action. Mitchell, who's the starting kicker, starting kicker, who, who missed a field goal. Is ta- like his. What's that quote? He's like, uh, oh, that's... Tony Danza went up to him like, "Hey, we're kickers. Let's be buddies." Hey. And the guy's like, "You're a garbage man. I went to the Pro Bowl." Yeah. <laughs> also, and then, but Tony Danza's like, "Well, let me tell you something. You stink. You stink." <laughs> uh, at one point, though, he asked his wife. He's like. Uh, was a what if I'm a big gagmeister like Mitchell? <laughs> what if I'm a big gagmeister yeah, like right. Mitchell? Because Mitchell like back a, when I was a male prostitute. Yeah. So then we get to the practice. He's put in situation. Well, Mitchell, real quick. Oh, <laughs> go, go ahead. Okay, Mitchell I gets, over it. He's up first and he's about to kick. You see him kick, and then he we remain on the kicker, and then the ball comes bouncing back in yeah. the frame, he and ca- he catches it. He catches his own ball as if he kicked it, and it made a big loop and yes. landed ex- like I a boomerang. It, nope, it hit a force field. <laughs> <laughs> he has got the yips if yeah. he's hitting this force field. Yeah, he's consistently missing every field goal, which is crazy but then tony danza steps in nails one boom. mitchell back in hits the force field again boom danza back in nails, nails it. it coach is like tells the owner hey i think he's gonna start he's tomorrow. starting tomorrow so and he they, gets back home he's feeling no, good they go to the dinner yeah he gets back home he's feeling good and his wife is like i mean <laughs> oh, this already happens oh, oh this this was just one of my favorite parts he so he gets back from his first practice he's yeah. sore and uh, his kid's all excited, and his mom, uh, the mom is like, I made you your favorite, ribs. <laughs> she has an enormous plate of just ribs. Yeah. Yes. And, like, she, what, she's, like, slow-cooked ribs for 12 hours yeah. while he was at practice? Then, yes. <laughs> uh, after that. So anyone eats yeah, this movie. Yes. But, yeah, those are Chekhov's ribs, because we now see if you bring out ribs, you've got to use them in the second yeah. act. 
Uh, yeah. So there's so many after- little details. I know we're short on time, but he also had like ribs on his fingers and mouth, and he like. <laughs> He yeah. like touched his wife's shoulder. And oh, got yeah. Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce on her shirt for the rest of the scene. Uh, yeah. Good continuity though, because like any of the cuts, she's still had yeah. barbecue sauce all over her. This is a one take movie though. <laughs> the shot at yeah. one take. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like Birdman. Yeah. Uh, then after, yeah. So after the coach decides he's going to start, they go to the hotel. They're staying in the hotel that night, um, and they're at the the they, dinner. Guess what? Team dinner <laughs> ribs, also ribs no, sandwiches. No, there's you, they, they so we see the team dinner. A waitress comes over to one of the tables and asks, What do you guys want to drink? And the entire team in unison says, Diet, Diet Coke. Coke. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you see the table, and there's no sides, there's no there's no vegetables. There's no bread. There's no nothing. Just enormous plates yeah. of ribs. That's Prince all they're. It. That's all they're eating. Uh, just ribs and diet coke. Yep. And then it looks like Tony Danza. He's eating his ribs. He's also got barbecue sauce all over his face. Asks for more toddler. He asks the waitress for more rib sandwiches. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he looks up, and across from him is Bubba. Yeah, Bubba. And they look at like giving eyes. each other stink eyes. Seems like maybe they're gonna have a rib eating contest. We don't know because yes. that was the end of this. I part really we wish you guys could understand how big of a human being this Bubba man is. Google it. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Google it. Uh, there's shots of him like lined up a- along the other offensive lineman, and he's literally two and a half times as big as anybody yeah. else. He's a big boy. <laughs> he's a huge uh, person. Yeah. And that takes us up. Yeah. Next time we'll watch the next 20 minutes. Yeah. But hey, uh, we're at 53 minutes right now. We got to go. Yeah. We don't have time for any other friends, do we? I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Okay. You. This might be the end. You'll either, know by if there's more time the last on the minutes. <laughs> uh, this is either the end of the podcast or we're going to take a short break. Yeah. And you'll find out if there's more minutes on the other end if of this. If somehow you hear this in the next hour, which you will not, all three of us are going to be in an improv show in about an hour. Yes. We'll plug the show that we're going to be. Yeah. It's going to have already happened by the time you listen to this yeah. podcast. But hey, and um, Aaron Mondry, Aaron Mondry. Aaron Mondry. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks. Case of the Mondries. It was, it was fun again. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoy being here. Thanks, guys. I Good really guests. enjoy our company as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been Matt Pendridge. I've been Andy Reid. And this has been Fumbling Around. Around.